Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. If you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm Lip Fillers. With Juvederm Volbella XC and Juvederm Ultra XC, your lip look, whether it's subtle or bold, can last up to one full year with optimal treatment and no additional maintenance. Find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at Juvederm.com today. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Add fullness to lips in adults over 21 with Juvederm Volbella XC or Juvederm Ultra XC. Do not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions, or if you're allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. For full important safety information, visit juviderm.com. Hi, guys. Hi. This is Goop Yourself, the podcast where we talk about everything goop. I'm Brian Rucker. I'm Aggie Hewitt. How's it going today? Fine. So, I mean, better than last week when we had to push recording because I had a head injury. <laughs> oh my goodness. Uh, yeah, we were just about to record and I got a text saying, yeah, I so like, I basically like the world did not want us to record last week because I literally hit my head on my mixing board for recording this podcast. So there was absolutely no way. Your mixing I board? Gonna... Yeah. I, I, when you, when we talk, I thought for some reason, I thought you said my mixer, and I was picturing you getting a stand mixer out of your like uh, cupboard and it falling on your head. No, that happened with the mixing board. Mixing board. Oh my goodness. So I have this like big metal board that we use, or well, I use now that it's like not, I mean, it's not light and it has it's it's, like, hard metal edges and it's like a few pounds. Anyway, I dropped it on my head and. <laughs> freaked out because like I got like dazed and I was like I gotta go to the emergency room I was like this is so fucking scary so I like I sent Brian this like crazy text because I was like slightly dazed after and I was like I hit my head and Brian just like freaked out and was like sending me all these texts like are you okay he called my Brian was like what's going on I was picturing you you sent me this text I was picturing you like bleeding from your head on the floor with your like last gasp of air texting me I hit my head and, and like, then like passing out schedule. no I just I just I was like not bleeding or anything but I was like oh my god like my head and so I went to the emergency room which was quite the experience to go to an emergency room during COVID and I don't recommend doing it unless you absolutely have to which I did because it's like in your head, you know, like you want to go to the emergency room. Yeah, you can't 
fuck around with that stuff. Um, can't fuck around with that stuff, but oh my god, I felt really bad. The ER doctor was not looking so hot. I will say that. I mean, I've never seen a doctor look like that before in my entire life. Just like stressed out. I mean, he was like a. He looked like a like an army doctor or something like he were, looked like he was like he wasn't wearing anything that would identify him as a doctor like when he first walked in I thought it was like a janitor I didn't even think it was like a person who worked I mean I thought it was like a I thought it was like a guy who was like doing, he looked like a construction worker like he was wearing like jeans like that looked like they had been worked in like they like dark jeans that were like just like you could tell like they hadn't been washed in a couple days like they were dirty he was wearing like, like a crumpled dirty shirt. He was wearing um, a mask, obviously, but it was like a, I mean, I guess it was like the N95 or whatever. Mm -hmm. That's what it's called, right? But it was yeah. like, and he just looked like crazy. Like he just, he was like, hi, I'm Dr. Whoever. And I was like, oh, hi. And then he just like, he was really good. And like, he was like really patient, but he obviously was like, get out. <laughs> and they got me out so fast. I've never been in and out of an emergency room that quick either like once I I mean I think the whole thing took an hour maybe that's two. great I mean I mean because they were just like we can't you know usually you just like if you go to the emergency room like that's your day yeah especially and, if you have it's like a sickness or an injury that is not immediately life-threatening you just go to the back of the line and you're like you're there yeah forever. but they were like get they were just like no and then um they and he was like but he said something really weird to me, which was, we could do, you know, like a CAT scan or whatever, but the radiation is so high and like, that's, it'll give you cancer and don't do it. And he was like, if I were you, I would never do it. Which blew my mind because I was like, are you reading Goop, doctor? Because I don't think that's like, I've never heard that before. Yeah. Doctors like get their rocks off by making you appointments for CAT scans. Like that's I know. And I was like, and do. I've had like several I because I had a concussion I think part of the reason I got freaked out also was because like I had a concussion um a few years ago when I like I hit my head on a lamp and Ooh. it was like really bad there I was filming a short film in a house that had this nice house and they had a huge glass like thick glass lamp that was um supposed to go under the dining room like go over the dining table so it was like very low but it normally goes over the, under the dining table but they had the whole house redecked like you know moved around because they were shooting in there and so that room became where like you got your makeup done and stuff so I was in there and I was getting ready to go I think and I was like sit like the makeup artist was like doing something to me but I know I was about to leave so maybe she was like helping me take it off or something. I have no, I don't know, but I just know I was like sitting there with a makeup artist and we were just like talking, whatever. And I stood up and I stood up right into the lamp that was like hanging. So it was like, it was really bad. Oh. Like I saw stars, it was really bad. And then I was like, okay. And I, I felt totally dazed and everyone was like, are you okay? That was really loud. Like everyone was sort of freaking out. And I was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. So I got in my car and I was just like gonna go home. And all of a sudden I was like, I had no idea where I was and I was driving and I was like, where did I just drive? Like, I didn't know where I was. I was like, I don't remember driving here. I don't remember how I got to this location. Like, I don't remember. And it was obviously really scary. Yeah. 
Yeah. And, but I was like, whatever. So I just like, I went home and I was like, I'm not going to do anything about this. And I went to sleep and I, um, and this, like that stuff like that just kept happening for like a full day, like after I'd gone to sleep and everything. And so I was like, I, this is fucked up. And I, I, then I did go to, I must've gone to the emerge. Oh, then I went to the urgent care and they did like a scan and they were like, you have a concussion, but it's not serious. You don't have like massive brain bleed or anything, but you do have like a minor concussion. So. Wow. Well, guys get your head injuries checked out. Yeah. I've had several, which is not good anyway. So I was like, I don't want to, I just like, I'm like, I, I, and I heard that like, if you had a concussion, it made like you more susceptible further. I don't know. I was just like kind of freaked out. So I got it checked out. I'm fine. But we ended up not recording our podcast. Last so everyone had a week off. It, it was okay. Cause I, I remember last week's goop there was there wasn't much to talk about. I feel like this week's was better anyway. I don't remember. This uh, week's was pretty good. It was yeah, it was not bad. Did you see Gwyneth's appearance on the Drew Barrymore show? No, I didn't know Drew Barrymore had a show. Well, Drew Barrymore show is on the tip of everyone's tongue this quarantine. It's the thing that no one can stop talking about. Not really. Uh she is, I think, w- well, wildly un- unqualified to do a daily talk show, but also it's Drew Barrymore, so she's just immensely charming anyway. Yeah. Um, so I've seen... Well, what more do you need than that to do a daily talk show? I think you... I mean, I guess the best talk show hosts, like, keep a tight ship and, like, get things moving and, you know you look to the right camera and don't stutter over their words and does she look to the wrong camera and stutter (laughs) over her words she she just seems very overwhelmed and a little discombobulated about um everything where is where is this show like where can i see it on i don't know like a channel a youtube or is it on it's it's on youtube it's not like on a tv (laughs) no i think i think it's on it's definitely on like a net I think it's on a network or it's syndicated, but you could watch, I mean, clips are all over the place online. Uh, she had like a, a reunion with Lucy Liu and a Cameron Diaz hologram, which was fun. Um, and then she talked to Gwyneth about, well, she talked to her about her divorce and conscious uncoupling and raising kids, um, like co-parenting. But then Gwyneth was on there to to sling her her new Botox alternative product, Xeomin. So that's uh-huh. what they were really there for. Um, and so she just talked about how her, she's like, I have this really good friend who's a plastic surgeon and he offered me this thing called Xeomin. And it's like, a pu- she kept saying pure, it's like a pure Botox alternative. And she didn't really elaborate more didn't than that. Didn't she do like a commercial? I mean, like we've been talking about this, right? She... Have we talked? Have we talked about it on the podcast yet? Maybe a little bit. I thought bit. we had. We might have a couple of weeks ago. She because she did come out with like it was like on her Instagram, and, and she did like a commercial for it. Like oh yeah. yeah, she did like a she did like Spawn Con for it. Yes. Uh, but she, I guess she's making the rounds now, and she's on. And I was surprised also that apparently she and Drew Barrymore didn't really know each other until recently, which I 
would have thought that they would have gone back decades, but I guess they ran yeah. in different circles. I guess so. Um, they went different. They took their, because um, Drew Barrymore was like sort of the first, um, she and Gwyneth both were like early adapters to like the young starlet transforming their career into something that will last and like they'll be able to do for a long time. And Gwyneth went the lifestyle route and then Drew decided to turn to production and then she had this and has this like pretty successful production company flower films yeah she was the first i remember like the one of the first sort of young actresses to start her own production company as far as i know it's it, i remember that being pretty rare now every now every it's actress like has their own production company now they all do but i feel like it was kind of a big deal when she did it and it was like considered like a really smart and savvy move and like this like new like it was just like Drew's doing this thing and I just watched a movie that she that her production company made that because it was on Bravo last night after the um Real Housewives reunion oh really yeah uh, I don't want to see what it was but I'll I, I'll tell you if you guess it a Drew Barrymore production that is on, on Bravo, Bravo late the at kind night. of movie that would be on Bravo after like after um watch what happens live right um is it uh like is it one of those with like rachel mcadams and matthew she's not in it but she, she could have been in it rachel mcadams mm. probably would have been in it if it was made like five or ten years later and it's not it's not like a nancy myers it's not like something's got to give uh it's in the genre it's definitely i mean you're in the right you're in the ballpark but yeah what's like a low rent version of that morning no that's with rachel mcadams morning gloria or morning glory isn't that one I've never heard of that. It's, I think it's like, it, it's higher rent than that. It's okay. like, it was a big box office hit. I have no idea. With, it has oh, to do with Sex in the City. Oh, is it, was it one of the Sex in the City movies? No. No, it's it he's just not that do... into you. Oh, yes. Okay. Okay. <laughs> it's okay. I knew you wouldn't guess it. No, whoever, yeah. I mean, I don't know why I made you guess it. I, whoever thinks, I like completely forgot that movie existed. Everybody yeah. Because was that, that's not a Gary Marshall. It's just like in the Gary Marshall genre. Yeah, because it is exactly, it's definitely inspired by like Valentine's Day or Christmas yeah. or whatever those movies are called because it's like, it's got like everyone is in it. Like Scarlett Johansson, Ben Affleck. Um, the guy from Entourage, uh, Drew Barrymore, um, uh, Jennifer Connelly. Je and Jennifer Lopez is in it? Or no, that's a different No, um, Jennifer Lopez is in it, but it's like she could have been in it too. Mm. She's like, another, it's like, yeah, it's like anyone who was famous in like 2009, like could have been in it. Yeah. Um, and that, wait, who else? Just like, it's, oh, Jennifer Aniston. I mean, it's just like, there's so many people who are in it. I mean, and I guess Drew, do you think that that's because of Drew, like in the connections she has and the friends that she has, or is it something like, it seems like a weird movie for A-list actors to do what would amount to like well, cameo performances. Those, I don't, I mean, they all do those like Gary Marshall yeah, I guess things, so. especially at that time. Like that was like such a popular, um, that was like a popular genre. And it also, remember they did that other one, what to expect when you're expecting, like they did like a, a oh, Gary yeah. Marshall all-star, like, like a Dickensian well, it makes celebrity sense. movie. 
that like if if like self-help books are sort of the popular literature of our time that they would be you know getting film adaptations much like our latest patreon episode the secret dare to dream starring katie holmes and josh lucas i know but i feel like the secret dare to dream would be like a lot more fun if it was like a fucking gary marshall style totally like, com romantic comedy that but like the secret takes itself way too seriously like yeah. I mean, what to expect when you're expecting. I never saw that movie, but I don't understand. That movie, isn't that book literally just about what it's like to be pregnant? Like what to expect when you're pregnant? How yeah, you and it's old. old. I think my mom read it when she was pregnant. It's, with, yeah, it's old. Yeah. Uh, I mean, they could do like The Joy of Sex. Um, That's fine. Fear of Flying. I'm sure, I think they actually did a, a movie adaptation of Fear of Flying. But there's I mean, a lot I mean, of material to mine from, a lot of IP some Eckhart Tolle. Uh, yeah. I watched a, a great um, cable movie the other day. I went up to Pismo Beach to just spend a night with my mother. That's nice. Um, which was fun, but there was like no pay-per-view and no, like we didn't have any sort of way to stream anything. So we watched, um, oh, I think I already told you what movie we watched. I was going to make you guess. Oh no. Uh, well, but it, make me guess anyway. And then if you already told me, I'll admit it. Okay, um, so it was on VH1. Okay. Uh, it is one entry in a huge franchise. Okay. Um, it stars, I'll tell you two of the stars, but not the main person who is in all of the movies of the franchise, but this one has Eugene Levy and Denise Richards. You're never going to guess. Uh, is it a Tyler Perry movie? Yes. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. Cause I, is it the one where he, yeah, it's the one where it's like Medea witness protection. You got it. <laughs> <laughs> you got it. Medea's witness protection. I hear Eugene Levy and Denise Richards. Yeah. And I know. What I mean, happening. and the sparks flew between those two. Let me tell you. Oh God. Is she like, is she his wife or? Yeah, so it's, okay, I'm gonna say this very briefly and then I promise we'll get onto Goop. But um, okay. it's, uh, it, it was, it must've come out like after the Bernie Madoff stuff because Eugene Levy <laughs> plays like an accountant whose um, company basically blames him for like this whole Ponzi scheme that they were running. And so he gets arrested, uh, but then the mafia is also after him, so the character of Brian, who is Tyler Perry's character, who's in all the movies. He, it's Medea's nephew. He's Medea's nephew. In this movie, he plays an FBI agent, which I don't think he is in all of the movies. I don't think his job is like He's relevant. a lawyer and some, sometimes in he's some a lawyer. Movies, yeah. like, to get her out of so Brian, as the FBI agent, thinks it's a good idea for Eugene Levy and Denise Richards and their kids to go to Medea's house and be in like the witness protection program. <laughs> Yeah. And that's it. Yeah, I don't really like that movie. I, I don't like um <laughs> I don't like when Tyler Perry is like uh too like I feel like that's like one of his like later movies where it's like that movie feels like a real like move like a it has like a little higher production quality. Like Yeah, yeah, yeah. You wanna see like Medea's family is more interesting than like Eugene Levy and Denise Richards. And in this one, you get you get Medea and you get her, what is her brother's name? 
Oh, the guy. The guy. The, the other Tyler the old Perry. man who's also played by Tyler Perry. Yeah. And so you got those two and you got Brian, but then it's all um, like the white people who aren't as interesting. Yeah. It's like also like Boo and Boo 2 are like sort of in that, like oh, where do, they're just like, like those, it's too, too glossy, too whatever. Yeah. Except for I do like, um, I did watch like part of Boo 2 on, uh, I think also on Bravo the yeah. other day but it's like i didn't finish it uh but yeah that's those are our our movie picks for the week um sure he's just not that into you what how many stars would you give that on letterboxd well a, another one that i also did not watch all of he's but i guess um for something that comes on bravo after you're done watching like Ann Cohen and with Bethany Frankel, who by the way was like horrible on Watch What Happens. I was really? like grossed out by her. Yeah, she was. I used to love her, and I was. Just, she's like. She seemed like she was like on drugs. She was like super. Like she was just like so like manic and full of herself. It was just not the Bethany that I remember. Sure. Um. But I would give. Okay, I would give eight stars to the experience of a romantic comedy coming on TV and you watch it. Did because you say eight stars? I, like I said I would give eight stars to the experience of a romantic comedy coming on TV and you watch it because you're not listening to me. Your eyes are like the size of- Because well, on Letterboxd, right you only can go up to five stars. Well, I'm not on Letterboxd. I'm saying out of 10. Who has out of I'm 10 not- stars? Me right now. You didn't okay. say how many stars. I didn't know that it was supposed to be letterbox rules, Brian. This isn't letterbox. Like, I just get out of in general. Get out of your own way. In general, we live in a five-star system. Okay, fine. So I give it three stars. I give the experience. I give the experience. No, I'm doing ten stars. You didn't okay. specify, and I'm okay. sticking with my plan. I give eight stars to the experience of watching a TV, a romantic comedy on TV, and I give five stars to the actual movie. Okay. Well, going by, going by Aki's rules, I guess, because I did give, I did give Medea's Witness Protection three stars on Letterboxd. So I guess under Aki's rules, that means six stars. It means whatever you want. Yeah. Whatever you want. <laughs> Let's move on to okay. the topic at hand, which are the Goop newsletters, which we talk about every week. Uh, what was your best of the week? Okay, so my best of the week, I my true best of the week, I moved to my worst of the week, even though it still is my best, but I just, it is for reasons that I will explain later because I really didn't find anything, because the thing that I found, okay, the thing I found most offensive, I put in my craziest. The thing that I like the most, I put in my worst for reasons that I'll explain in a minute. And then the thing that I liked reading, I just put as my best, which is the spaces, places, and virtual experiences expi- inspiring us right now. Mm in the travel section. Normally their travel section is obviously like really boring and like kind of stupid, but this time, I don't know. It just sort of felt like, I didn't even really read it. It was just like pretty pictures of like art around the world that you could just like sort of look at. It was like basically just like a bunch of pictures of museums. And I was like, this is fine. This is, I was in a really shitty mood. I like, you know, obviously we're living in you know where hell and i (laughs) he double hockey sticks he double hockey sticks and like i cannot imagine going into a museum or a store i mean i know people are going to shopping in stores but i'm not really and 
I mean, except for like the grocery store and stuff. Um, I would love to go into a museum and have like Maria Abramovich just cough on me and then that's her just, new thing. And then I could just get COVID and die and be done with everything. Or her new thing is like, she just sits there and like, you can cough on her if you want to. <laughs> cough on her. And so. then there's like constant COVID tests that like you press a button and she, you give her a COVID test and then it's like negative. Yeah, negative, you can negative. either cough on her or give her a COVID test. And it's like, which do you choose? And it's like, you have to like sit there and like look at the materials and like make your decision with her right there watching you. Sounds great. Sounds good to me. Let's pitch it to her. <laughs> Uh, yeah, the, the, this article, I didn't, I, like you did not re- really read this article, but the pictures were extremely soothing just to like see a photograph of like a gallery space with like white walls and like pretty pictures on the wall. It just looked nice. Yeah. And like this Kara Walker at Tate Modern in London is like gorgeous. I, I've seen a few Kara Walker exhibits in my day. And I think she had one at MoMA once and then she had one at the Whitney once. And now, cause she used to do more like paintings and like collage and now she's doing like these big sculptures, which looks really yeah, cool. Yeah, I know. Didn't she do like silhouettes or something? Silhouettes, that's what she used to do. Yeah, yeah. I saw it at, um, I saw it in, it was here in LA at, uh, at um, MoCA. Okay. But these are, um, these are gorgeous. So I definitely, you know, I like to see this, like, she's got this, like, fountain thing with, like, sharks in it. It's beautiful. Anyway, so I enjoyed it, and that was my best, just, like, getting to look at pretty-ass pictures. Yeah. Um, MoMA also has, there's some exhibit there that's, like, you have to make an appointment to see. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I, yeah, like, I'm not going to go to a museum right now, but I'll look at a picture of a museum. For sure. Yeah. Uh, so my best was an article called 11 healthy habits plus packaged food picks from a nutritionist. Mm -hmm. And on the surface, this would seem like your typical goop article with your typical products and your typical dubiously, uh, a like credentialed nutritionist. But I, first thing I really appreciated this article because it wasn't sponsored by anything, which was like a shock different for goop definitely yeah i don't know the last time where i saw a goop article that wasn't sponsored by anything so this made me think that these were this nutritionist's like real recommendations and um and then i just recognized some of the products that i shop for and buy on a regular basis and so it made me uh it made me trust her taste even more because i feel like she already sort of gets my vibe and what I want in a healthy packaged snack. So her name is Maya Feller and she, oh God, I never know what these letters mean. MS and RD. Do you have any idea what those are? MS. Master of Science and RD is resident of diet. I don't know. Oh, registered dietitian. Registered dietitian. Okay, there we go. Um, I think it's well, whatever. Anyway, what does she say? Well, okay. So she is she is the author of the Southern Comfort Food Diabetes Cookbook, um, which I guess is like pretty specific, but you know, everyone can eat low sugar food. And she just has like a bunch of tips and then she has products to go along with the tips. So her first tip is mind your liquids, um, which mm-hmm. is about 
proper hydration. And then she actually talks about like sugar-free beverages, which are usually you don't really see in goop, like um, artificial sugar, but she recommends the Reed's Zero Sugar Ginger Ale. Have you, have you ever had Reed's Ginger Ale? I've never heard of it. It might be more of an East Coast thing. It's in like, it's like, it's like the real Jamaican ginger ale. Um, and it tastes like really, really gingery and good. And it's good to make like dark and stormies with, but I've not, I didn't realize they had like a zero sugar one. So. Oh uh, yeah. I know what this is. No, this yeah. is like, it's like in every like sandwich shop and stuff. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It's like a bottled ginger ale. Yeah. Uh, and then there were some fancy ones too, like the elements functional drink or whatever bitters and soda hella bitters and soda and then her second tip is embrace fiber which is that's something that i know in my head but i feel like i don't put it into practice enough is making sure i get enough fiber because it well because people are so like anti-carb and like i feel like they're like afraid and i feel like carbs and fiber are like always kind of hand in hand yeah 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 and but if you're eating like whole fruits and vegetables, like you're getting fiber. Totally. She recommends Bonza plant-based mac and cheese, which I feel like the Bonza brand is very hot right now. Have you ever tried it? No, I'm just like, I, I can't go, I can't get there. I'm like, why? I, for me, I always think about calories on some level. I always think about it. And it's like, I just know for a fact that there's no fucking way that you're making pasta out of chickpeas. And it's like, there's no way that that's actually healthier. Like, this is not true. That's just not real. No, like, it is. Cause it's it, fine. There's fiber and protein in it. So it is, it, it might have as many calories as regular pasta, but like, it's, you know, it's not the same type of calories. Well, but just because it has, I mean, okay, fine. But it's like, well, I, is there no fiber? What if you got like whole wheat pasta? You get fiber in that, right? I think you get a little bit of fiber, but I think the, the chickpeas have way more fiber. I guess. I just like don't need to. Um, I just like, that's just not my thing. I get it. The other recommendation she has was for Phonio Pilaf, which if all of you loyal Goop Yourself listeners remember, I called this months ago that Phonio was going to be the new hot grain. I and do now, remember that. Now it is. Now it's officially in the pages of Goop. Um, it, Brian. So I, yeah, I give myself a big, a big gold star for that. Uh, yeah. Then she recommends like packaged sauces and she um, has the Maya Kaimel um, curry sauces, which I think are the, the absolute best like Indian sauces you can get at just your regular, you know, Vons or Ralph's or Albertsons or whatever. Um, they're so good. Uh, like you don't really even need to jazz them up with anything. Um, I, I love every single flavor I've tried. And then she talks about spices. Um, and then she goes a little more goopy into adaptogens, seasonal produce, uh, bars, snacks. She recommends the Go Macro Bar, which I think is also my favorite healthy bar. And the Mary's Gone Crackers, super seed crackers, like, gluten-free crackers, which, uh, I don't think I've had those exact ones, but I love the Mary's gone crackers. Um, they're really, really tasty. So I just feel like she is a little, has a little different perspective than your regular goop lady. She's, she is not sponsored by any one product. So she's really giving her real recommendations. And these are products that I've seen in the store and they are sort of 
healthy or whatever, but I haven't necessarily seen them advertised on Goop before. So I just liked, I liked the variety. What's the article called again? It is called 11 Healthy Habits Plus Packaged Food Picks from a Nutritionist. And mm. a picture of her smiling like she has not a care in the world. Just as I want my nutritionist to be. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, okay, so what was my, your worst that you, what you did have as your best, but then you switched it to your worst? Yeah, so my worst, unfortunately, which I, which originally was my best, is the zip routine we're all obsessed with. Oof. The reason it's my worst is really just this. I need to do more research to find out how crazy it is. I, do I think it's real? Probably not. Look, nothing is perfect. Like, there is no, like cure all like there's no there's never anything new under the sun but sometimes there is like sometimes there are like new technologies in like you know dermatology that helps you look younger for longer so maybe it really does work i don't really know my i mean i just feel like anything they're selling you to do at home is like i'm really really suspicious of it so but i want to try it and i'm obsessed with it and i'm like they talked to this um, dermatologist named Melanie Simon, who is using this, I don't even know what it is. It's like a product that you buy and it like blasts moisturizer into your skin or something. I don't this even is, really- The zip thing has all the different settings. So there's like 10 different functions that it performs for you, right? It says, um, I don't know, I guess. Is that what it says? Because there was like, yeah, there were like these different modes. So there was like one for uh, like acne and one for wrinkles and one yeah, for Yeah, exactly. Like it and it does like, it does like your collagen and like, it's like a plumper and it does like all these different things. Like, I don't fucking know. But then you're supposed to like use it with all of these like products that you're supposed to use like before. Like, so for the zip to work, you need a conductive medium. God. And so they sell like a gel with it that you like use. I fucking don't know. The whole thing is like $480, I guess. I think the actual zip is $400. And then the, if you get the gel with it, it's another $80. Oh, it's like getting an ultrasound or something. I mean, yeah, it's exactly like getting an ultrasound, except for it's like blasting into your face to supercharge your skin. And then one of the things that she says is like, so she's like, here are the products that you need to use with it. And one of them is a cleanser. And she says, I recommend washing with a non-oil based cleanser because oil blocks electricity. Oh, oh, so oil is like an anti-conductor. That's, I didn't realize that. So yeah, so she wants you to use this like True Botanicals Clear Hydrating Cleanser, which I guess is not oil based. Wow. So Jean, would this would cause sort of a rift between her philosophy and Jean, who is a pure oil-based cleanser? I think uh, that both of their philosophy is make as much money as possible yeah. by selling beauty products. So I don't think it would be a rift. And I also think that Jean would like immediately be like, "Don't use oil cleanser." Like, let me tell you about this amazing water-based cleanser, whatever the hell it is. Yeah, I always That's used to be an oil cleanser girl, but now let me tell you, I found I this always new. Always use oil mm. cleansers, but I couldn't believe what happened when I tried this or whatever. Jean's a pro. Uh, that also makes me interested to, if I like bathed myself in a bath of oil, I could drop a toaster into the, uh, into the bath and not electrocute myself. 
Yeah, right? it's all oil. If it's all oil, I'll have to try. <laughs> that sounds like a really healthy choice. I I really understand now the appeal of doing like Russian roulette. What? That's just really need, bleak. What? You just need like a thrill. <laughs> um, That's so dark. <laughs> so my worst, and I hate to say it, I don't think she's ever made my worst before, but oh God, I don't even like saying it. This comes from Miss Megan O'Neill. Oh my God. Are you kidding me? The hair? No, no, no. Her hair article. She has a great hair article. She talks about some hair oil. I don't know. It's from Haiti. This is my cry, which is why I was It talking. looks really good. But she also, uh, there, there's also an article called Five Women Make the Case for Buying Fewer, Better Things. And so I guess <gasps> the, point, the point of this article is like, like less consumerism, you know, get really good quality stuff, blah, blah, blah. And some of the, the recommendations are, are nice. But then Megan's recommendation is that horrible $4 lip balm that I bought from Goop that's just a, like a stick of coconut oil. Oh yeah, you really hated that. I hated it so much. And I don't understand, I just don't understand why this is in the article. Like if the whole point of the article is buy the best version of something that Megan is like, oh, get this, the cheapest shit you can buy on Goop that's like disgusting and like dries out your lips. This is what I want. And it only makes me think that the hires up uh, mm -hmm. twisted her arm and made her recommend this. I don't know. It yeah. seems, it's just weird that like out of everything in the world, any product that's like the best version of a product, Megan's like, oh, get the all good lips SPF 20 coconut lip balm. Yeah, which we know sucks. And I've tried it. So I don't like, yeah, she, she says, this silky coconut SPF 20 lip balm drenches my lips in moisture, leaving them smooth, soothed and beautifully protected. And I'm like, Megan, I know you're lying. I know, because I've tried it. Yeah. So I, I guess that's the thing with Goop is like, once you try something and you know it doesn't work, not even Megan or Jean can convince you otherwise. I mean, yeah, that's how it goes. It's like, they can only like, they can only sell it to you once and then it has to like actually work. To exactly. Like yeah. Exactly. And I mean, most lip balms are, are bad. Uh, I don't know about that. I like I, maybe my lips just don't work with lip balm. I they always just the more lip balm I put on, the drier my lips get, no matter what it is. Oh, I mean they—that's what they say about like chapstick and stuff. That like the more you use, it actually dries your lips out. I used to be a like a Blistex user, and that shit is so bad for you. It's yeah, although I do love for like that type of thing. Vaseline makes these like mini little tubs that are so cute, and they make ones that are like pink. There's one that's like cherry flavor or something. Mm. I love those like mini Vaselines. Um, and I also love my little um, French girl pharmacy shit. I have these amazing, oh my God, I can't even remember which one it is. I think it's the Embryo, Embryos or whatever. Is that oh, yeah. what you say it? Embryos? I think, so. I think it's them. They have, I have two sticks of theirs. One is like an anti-aging lip balm, which is crazy. And then the other one is like with SPF, like a sunscreen lip balm and like, I expected a sunscreen lip balm to be really chalky, which is the thing I hate about lip balms, but it actually is like incredibly smooth and glossy and I love it. All right. Well, any of these would be a better choice than Megan's. Yeah. That one literally was just a stick of coconut butter. I hate things that are too pure. I also hate the Burt's Bees lip balm. That that, those are horrible. Yeah. Those are so, so bad. Yeah. Uh, 
I have gotten used to my um, the Schmidt's natural deodorant, which gave me a rash for the first several times I used it, and now oh my, God. my um my skin is used to it. I guess I I use it and it it works really well now. How wild! It's weird. Yeah, the like the it's cedar rash. Yeah, it was too rough on my sensitive skin. Uh, Interesting. Yeah, I don't oh know, but God. I but ran out of my other deodorant, so I've been using it. I did. Nevertheless, I persisted. Wow. What okay. is your craziest? Okay, so my craziest is this thing that's called On Our Radar. And it's just like a list of stuff that they're into. And it just, it's like so all over the place. It's like, it goes from like celebrating Tiffany and company's bone cuff, like the anniversary of the bone cuff to this thing that I actually is like what I, what really is my worst. And like the real reason that this is even on my list, which is like just this, all of this vote merch, like I am a voter fashion shit that is so disgusting. First of all, listen, I'm going to vote. So don't fucking come and tell me to vote. I'm going to do it. I'm going to vote for fucking Joe Biden. Okay. Goop's interests are like directly opposed to my interests because we're from different economic classes. That is just a fact. Like they want my money. That is our relationship. They are coming to me asking for me for money every week. And occasionally I give it to them. <laughs> like I don't need... I, whatever, whatever is going to be good for Gwyneth Paltrow is going to be bad for me. That's the way this country works. I can't help that that's true, but I'm not going to like buy a fucking, I mean, take this money that you're going to spend and just give it to Biden or something or give it to someone who fucking needs it. I mean, I can't think of anything more offensive and disgusting, truly. I mean, some of this shit, there's like a $300 t-shirt that says I am a voter on it. It's like, give it to someone who needs it. If there's a fucking global pandemic and that's how you're going to show your activism by buying a t-shirt that says that you vote, just say <laughs> I'm a, I vote for Trump and just leave it at that because that's basically what you're saying. You're saying I am a Republican if you buy this. Yeah. Is it's it is so offensive and disgusting. Is there's this stuff actually sold by Goop? There's a $650 gold necklace that says vote. That's sick. That's I mean, it fills some guillotine me with so shit. much rage. And I mean, we don't have to get into a whole political thing, but like the audacity of the Democrats to just tell, keep telling people to fucking vote when they've been so ineffectual. We have Jerry Nadler, whatever, shitting him himself right next to Nancy Pelosi, like having an Alzheimer's attack live on camera. (laughs) Like the two, I mean this, and these are our leaders and we have Joe Biden who God bless him. I'm going to vote for him too. uh, But he's, you know, a few uh, pieces short of a bowl for loops. He's a few short of a typewriter. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. So, um, and these are, these are our leaders. And, And then, yeah. And then to have, working people i mean i if you buy a 600 like sorry if you buy a 650 dollar gold vote necklace that necklace should literally decapitate you like it should have secret razor blades on the inside and just you know it's like the purge yeah (laughs) or like it's like saw like voter merch edition like this is just i mean there's just something so offensive and annoying about it and it's like 
to wear something that's like that has the audacity to tell me what to do like fuck you give me your money bitch that's what i want to say like i don't want you to tell me to vote with your fucking gold necklace you cunt you marie antoinette fucking bitch i'm sorry it's infuriating i know i just said the c word sorry <laughs> it was really irritating it made me yeah. so so mad uh. anyway that's my so really that was my worst. I had to move it down to the craziest, you know, it's a complicated system, but that's what I, that's what I got. <sighs> yeah. We need a working class revolution, much like they did in Russia in 1917 or in Cuba in 1959 or whatever. Um, okay. I mean, I look, I'm not saying, <laughs> I'm not saying that like people should be killed and like there's needs. I'm just saying that I find that I just find it in poor taste. I'll say that yeah. I find it in poor taste. Uh, okay, so my craziest also has to do with voting. Um, and this, I, at first I thought you were you were talking about this art, article that I'm going to talk about, but then I realized, no, there's actually two psychotic voting articles this week. Um, okay. And mine that I'm putting on my craziest is, it's called, uh, a, it, well, the article itself is called, like what we're talking about this month, it's the Goop 15. <laughs> and one of the Goop 15 is, it's called Ready, Set, Vote. And it, advertises a website called plan your vote which i feel like we talked about another stupid goop voting website and i really think that this is a different one because the website looks totally different than the one we already talked about a few weeks ago but this yeah. this was created by like high class fine artists such as <laughs> such as jenny holzer patty smith marilyn minter and a bunch of people i've never heard of and it's oh basically God. like this artistic contemporary site to like register to vote and it's all about the aesthetics and you can also vote these plan your vote like each artist makes like a different plan your vote painting or whatever and it's so crazy like that anyone thinks that jenny holzer is going to convince some whatever housewife in wisconsin or some like dispossessed I think like Jenny working Holzer class is like the perfect person to like <laughs> I, I mean I like Jenny Holzer a I, lot. I love I Jenny Holzer a, I used to have a Jenny a, like a t-shirt of hers like with her thing like something that some one of her things on it I don't know but yeah. um I do feel like and I, I I'm sure she's 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 totally sincere politically and actually I've I've um met Jenny Holzer a few times as uh a worker she used to stay at the hotel i worked at in soho and she was like honestly one of the coolest rich people i ever came in contact with but i still am like what is the point of this website well yeah but i do i was just like i feel like her like work has been i feel like it was like the foundation for this like new horrible like affirmations mm. as like art like when you see like graffiti that's like smile or something or like a shirt that just says vote I feel like it's all sort of like I I think it might come from her a little bit like I think hey, people are like inspired by that I never thought of the sort of horrible like basic like affirmations that people have on their walls der is derived from the art of Jenny Holzer but I think you might be right which is really yeah, I think so scary to think about I know and it's like yeah it's like, uh, um, yeah. Totally. And I realize everyone is, you know, throwing whatever against the wall and seeing what sticks. Like we're all, we're in like a complete constitutional crisis and 
I mean, I don't want to be like an MSNBC lib, but like democracy is at stake. I shouldn't have brought up the vote thing because now we're just off the deep end. It just is annoying to see people wear this expensive stuff that's all. Um, and yeah, like Jenny Holt, I love arts to for Biden. Like this is more important than having a, a fancy website where people that read Goop can like check that they're registered to vote. I don't, I don't know. Yeah. I mean, I just think the whole thing is really annoying where it's like, I don't, I do not trust the readers of Goop, which we both are obviously, but like they have this like progressive, you know, vibe or whatever, but I definitely think at least half of them will be voting for Trump. Like the people that are. Oh, that read Goop? Yeah. I, I don't think the people that work for Goop are voting for Trump. No, they're total, like, they're, like, all, like, K-Hive. Like, they love Kamala. Like, they are so happy right now. And, you know, the, I mean, well, she had a fundraiser for, like, Pete Buttigieg. Like, this is their, like, this is their dream ticket, I think, um, for, for, like, people who work at Goop. But I think the people who, like, patronize Goop and, like, who are really, like, using, I mean, I feel like most of the people who read Goop I'm guessing are people who live in like not in New York or LA live in like maybe the South or something like that. And who like want to have this tie to like a cosmopolitan world or whatever. So they're getting this idea of like what like coastal elite people are into. Mm. And so it's, they're, they're using it as like a style board and like inspirational as like inspiration for like their like aesthetic or whatever but they're not um but they're i they're not into like the whole i don't think most of them are even that into the whole like ashwagandha adaptogens shit and i think most of them are just like midwestern housewives who want to know what people in la are buying that's probably true and i bet goop has honestly because i really do think goop has like made I mean, I'm sure it's all a business decision, but like they have made like a conscious effort to diversify like the voices in Goop lately. And I wonder if that's like actually turned turned some people off. It might have. I don't know. I mean, I feel like every organization under the sun has made these sort of like cosmetic. I mean, I don't know. Like, pieces, like yeah. they are cosmetic to some extent, and yet like Goop is always going to be Goop. So you're going to have a bunch of like crazy ladies telling you to do crazy shit. So you might as well have like a more diverse crew of crazy ladies <laughs> yeah, yeah i mean yeah but i mean also like it will always be like gwyneth paltrow like at oh the heart. yeah like, yeah 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 uh okay so vote or don't whatever i don't care, no, I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> um yeah they just as we we're recording this they just uh officially tweeted that they had enough votes in the senate to confirm whatever stupid I'm not going to say the word that you said, but that person that will be on the Supreme Court now, so. Oh, yeah, that woman from the Handmaid's Tale. <laughs> yeah, Aunt Jean so or whatever. So literally in, wasn't she literally in, like, a sect of Catholicism that Handmaid's Tale was based on? Oh, I, I it might be, because I did read that she was in some really radical sect of Catholicism where I saw some lady who, like, left it was saying that it's a cult. Uh, yeah, and they call the women in it handmaids. Oh, for real? 
perfect. I mean, I that's mean, just, so, it's yeah. just so on the nose. It's like, it's like, what can you do besides be completely black pilled at this point and just. I can, I can get a passport to another country and move there. Fuck <laughs> that's what you. I can. Oh, no. Then we do need <laughs> to I mean, incorporate goop yourself industries. I know, goop it. yourself international. Yeah. I, I am seriously thinking about, it's crazy, but for the first time in my life, I'm like really thinking about like not a little like really really thinking about leaving like going to England yeah I mean seriously I mean it was such a big deal it would be such a huge fucking deal to do that but I can uh did you hear yeah John Legend just recommended everyone leave after Trump gets elected which was really inspiring <laughs> that a multimillionaire is just telling people to leave the country I don't know for some reason like John Legend I don't know what it is I don't know if it's like their branding or whatever and I of course I've said whatever about Chrissy Teigen but it's like I trust like if Chrissy Teigen and John Legend are like we think that you should do this like I believe that they like have my best interests at heart <laughs> I don't know why I don't know why. Uh, I, yeah, I go back and forth in them because they do, whenever I, they do seem like a fun couple that really is, like, means well. And yet then I'll read on in, like, the LA Times, like, because I, I read that hot property section because I'm a fucking masochist. That they oh, just I, bought, I, I get, I follow this Twitter. I love it. They bought a $17.5 million mansion in Beverly Hills. And then I'm like, why do I, like, these people deserve to die just like all the other rich people well i don't think that like <laughs> i'm not saying I mean, that, no I, I was it's parody i'm satire. not like that like i'm not like oh how like i i don't begrudge anyone for like buying what they can afford but i sure. just like i don't i feel like they like give their i don't know it's like i I trust that they actually like care about like what they do with their money and like what they say and like what they like what who they give to like she gave so much money to the uh, Minnesota bail fund yeah, and yeah, stuff like yeah. that. But her um, pots and pans at Target are made in sweatshops. Yeah, I don't know why I'm not. I don't. Why am I running to the Chrissy Teigen's defense? I don't because you don't want to get canceled like Miss oh, Allison Roman. Well, I know it's true. <laughs> uh, okay, let's move on what would you try oh so i would try okay so this was like the megan's hair thing so she has this whole piece about like her hair and she did she does this like a whole like multi-step hair detox with like these like deep conditioners and stuff and it's like i'm not gonna buy any of these products um she starts with like talking about like using castor oil to like get to like brush her hair and stuff like i'm not gonna do any of that but like um, I am, I do want to spend, I'm like looking at my hair in the mirror right now as I'm talking to you, but like, I do, my hair is like really, really, really fucked up. Like I haven't done shit to my hair. It's like insane. I'm feeling crazy. Like I would love to set aside like an afternoon to just like treat my hair, like do a hair mask. I mean, I'm going to color it soon. Like, I just want to, like, spend some time with my hair. Like, make my hair nice. That's mm -hmm. it. I mean, I it. certainly has, I haven't had a haircut. No. But it's just, like, I mean, it just, it's really fucked up. I just, like, want to just, like, <laughs> be nice to my poor hair because it's sad right now. Yeah, I was thinking about doing another hair shave soon. Um, yeah. You looked good with when it was short. I like it right? short. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and it's getting, a, it's, it's growing out. And I'm, uh, yeah, it just gets, like, a little oily. I don't know. I want to, I just like it short. 
Yeah. I mean, I hate, I, I had short hair in high school and it was not good for, it was not good for anybody, but, um, yeah, I, I don't know. You still have your, that, like, didn't you subscribe to like a, like a hair dye subscription box? Yeah, I did. I subscribed to, well, first I subscribed to Madison Reed before the pandemic because Jean wrote about it. And then I found out that Madison Reed was just like this hair dye company that was like in every, like every podcast and stuff was like doing ads for Madison Reed. And I felt so scammed. I was like, how did this happen? You know, this isn't like a special thing only goop people know about. Like this is like, which is like half the stuff in goop, you know, yeah. actually all the stuff in goop. <laughs> um, but then when the pandemic started, I like, I was like, oh shit, I better get that thing again. So I like signed up and I was like, I, I wasn't even paying attention. I like Googled something and I like picked my hair color and it was like the same price and like it started coming and I was like, okay, whatever. And then I went in to change my hair product, my, the color of the dye. And I realized that I had subscribed to like a completely different hair, hair dye delivery service. And like, I didn't even realize for like months that I was getting something else, but it's like literally the exact same thing. None of it is very high quality. Like it's it's like box dye it's like box yeah. hair dye so it's like yeah you get you're not gonna get anything it's just like it, it'll cover you know you're gonna have a hair color it's just it might not be like the perfect hair color now i do this thing called e-salon it's like the same exact thing as madison reed okay um my temples and the side of my head are getting grayer and grayer with each passing day but i think i've turned the corner and now i've convince myself it's that it's distinguished i i've tried it before it 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 eh, i don't know i always love those commercials where they like comb it into their little hair and then it turns black i'm always like ooh, that looks so satisfying it's like this little patch of hair you comb your dye yeah anyway. we'll see if it if it um yeah if it turns too gray too quickly i, I might i might go i think i still have like a box of just for men lying around that i haven't used you know, I've never had a gray hair that I've seen. That's, well, just you wait. You're, you're like That's four years insane. younger than me. I know, but I feel, I still feel like most people I know, like started have, with other first gray, like, and I, and yeah, I. That's crazy. Like you've never had other gray hair. What? That's just crazy. You've never even had like one gray hair. I never had one. And I, I feel like my, like a lot of my identity is tied to that <laughs> internally. <laughs> no, I get it. That's like me thinking that I will never go bald because my, I, my hairline, my hairline really has not even begun to, uh, to thin out. So I, I'm pretty confident that I won't. And, but I also am like, Oh, that's like the one thing I have going for me. So it's that, not the one thing, but it's true. You've got a great head of hair. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and I don't even have to take uh Propecia or whatever. I know Propecia. So the thing I would try Okay, so this was from a model who, <laughs> this model named Dronmi Davis is trying a year of celibacy, and uh, that's not what I want to try, but she also is reading James Baldwin, and yeah. I was like, oh, this is, because I, I, since I finished my Jessica Simpson book, I haven't really, mm, like, I haven't really gotten on a roll with reading yet. Um, like, I'd started... Tinker Tailor Soldier Spy and I oh my god I don't I, think it's for me it's not I read that guy's other book about um the spy who came in from the cold oh yeah I, and it's just like it's not for me either 
I and I like I love detective novels, but I guess I don't like spy. I don't know, whatever. But then James it's like Bond, that Cold War yeah. hyper masculine thing is like not. It's like not. It's like sexy, but like from afar, I don't want to be in your mind. <laughs> totally. Um, but then like James Baldwin, what great he's he's great. He's a great writer. Um, he's funny. He's poignant. I've read. I've only, I've read like Giovanni's room and I've read some of his like film criticism, but I have never read uh, The Fire Next Time. And so I'm like, yeah. okay, this is, I'm gonna, I'm gonna get this from the library and read, read that. Uh, Did well, you watch um, I Am Not Your Negro? Yes. And uh, it's great. so great. Um, yeah. It's, yeah, one of the best like documentaries of the decade, I think. Yeah. Uh, so, and he, he's just like, obviously an intellectual giant and i think yeah. he's one of those authors from the middle of the 20th century who's uh even becoming more revered than he was in his time yeah he is i think so too he's like i he's like finding his place in like in history and like his importance is like becoming yeah. like he's as like he becomes like a historical figure he's like becoming more of like a giant like you said which is totally good. And I do feel like there's like a trendiness. Like I feel like a few years ago it was Joan Didion. Everyone was like reading Joan Didion. Now everyone's like reading James Baldwin. But hey, mm -hmm. they're good for a reason. Yeah, totally. I mean, like, why not? Those are not terrible trends to follow. And I'm. I also got my um, I on Overdrive the the like L.A. Library ebook thing. I put myself in the back of the line for Mariah Carey's new memoir, which comes out next week. So. Oh, that's going to be really good. I'm quite, I know that that's going to, that's going to like get me back reading real, real easily. That sounds to me like something I would like to own. True, true, true. Uh, yeah, it would be, I mean, God, if we could all, you know, back in the day when I would take the subway, like just having that great book, flashing it on the subway, being the cool person, reading the cool book. That's what I feel yeah. like everyone will be, you know, reading the Mariah Carey book. Oh, I know, totally. Except for like in their apartment alone. I'm reading American Psycho. Oh, yeah. Is it, do you like it? Um, yeah. I mean, it took me like a really long time. Like I said, I've like barely cracked a book all this whole time. I read, I haven't finished an entire book all of quarantine. I've read like half a book or I've like read a chapter of a book and like put it down and forgot about it. But, and I feel like I've been like picking up and putting down American Psycho for like a really long time. But, it's, I actually enjoy it a lot, but it's just like, I can't, it's been like really challenging for me to even like find time to like, just like be with myself for like the two seconds it takes to like open a book to like be in like the quiet place that it requires, like yeah. the focus because I've just had such a high level of anxiety since COVID started. And yeah. it's sad because I really like, I used to read a lot before COVID and I like love reading and I just, it's been really hard for me to read a book. Anyway, this book is really funny. It's like, it's very, um, it's like, I think it's like extremely satirical and it's like where, obviously it's a, it's a satire, but like where we are now, like it, it all came true basically yeah. like there are just like pages and pages of the book dedicated to like his skincare routine and like the stuff that he has in his apartment and stuff and that's supposed to be like kind of funny but now it's like just what we talk about especially us on this podcast yeah like in a completely 
unironic way. Like ever, like everyone is asked what their skincare routine is in. Yeah. yeah and yeah. like every single thing he'll be like, I removed my Armani tie or like I was drinking out of like a glass from this company or wherever. I was like every single thing. Like he says like the brand, they like say the brand of everything that they use. And I just feel like that's how we are. And we're like obsessed with brands. Like what brand is what? Ugh, no logo. Naomi Klein. I read that. All right. This I don't want to be, you know, I'm not actually that much of like a leftist or whatever. I'm really not. I just, you know, I'm just normal. I feel like I'm just normal. Like mm. everybody just be normal. Everyone just be normal. Yep. Yeah. Okay. Uh so speaking of capitalism, what would you buy? Oh yeah, I would <laughs> I would buy this this like ergonomic kneeling chair from uplift desk it's an uplift desk chair it's 99 dollars. it's this weird chair oh yeah i saw a picture and of that i it, it looks really comfortable it looks so comfortable and it's like as soon as i saw it i just had this like fantasy of me sitting in it and just like being on my computer or like writing in a journal and having no pain because all i feel is pain all the time like I hate every single, I have no comfortable chair. I have no comfortable place to sit. I never leave my apartment and I'm going insane. So like, I need this ergonomic kneeling chair to help me. And then there's like a standing desk. It's like, I need stuff for my back. Yeah. Like my back needs help. And Goop is offering me the help. You know, I, I hate I'm to not- recommend it because she's one of my sworn nemeses but um on the in goop health thing which we will talk about soon in depth on our patreon podcast Uh, it's really it's really tough guys it's like be thankful you did not spend the 50 dollars because it is literally it's it's such a waste of money time and money but i have to say lauren roxborough has like a 40 minute like back routine um that did make me feel pretty good after I did it. Wow. And I swear to God, it was, it, it's sort of like a bastardized yoga mixed with like, like sexy thing. Like it's a lot of like pelvic thrusts and stuff. And then a lot of like, like dancing to your own muse. Um, yeah. It's like, it's really hard to get down. It's like, she like, honestly, like repulses me as a personality but um really wait is she's the um the foam roller the foam roller yeah except she's disavowed the foam roller now she's all about the body sphere anyway um oh is that like this trampoline no it's like um it's like a round it's like a ball like a well like a half a ball um oh yeah i saw that on goop but if you google her name right now all that comes up is a is the trampoline Oh, I'm sure she, well, they didn't have the trampoline in this workout, but. um, I think she may have started with the trampoline and then built up to the foam roller and now she's got the body sphere. Now she's the body That's sphere. what I think happened. But I think that the, I think that this trampoline might be like at the heart of her business because. Well, you have a trampoline, right? Yeah, I got to get rid of it. I never used it. I never used it. <laughs> And it's just like, it took up so much space and it's like really scary. That's another concussion waiting to happen. Yeah, totally. I mean, I don't know. So I'm just like, well, we got rid of the trampoline and now we have the stationary bike. The stationary bike is like my, my favorite piece of workout equipment mm. I've ever purchased. It's 
small. It's easy. I love to get on it. It's good. Um, I, well, yeah, I did, I did the Lauren Roxborough workout and it felt good afterwards. And then I, I swear to God that night I slept better than I've slept in weeks after doing it. I don't know if it might be a coincidence, but I slept seven hours and 45 minutes and I got a 93 sleep score on Fitbit the next day. And that's like unheard of for me. Wow. you got a high sleep score. Mm -hmm. 93, baby. Read it and weep. Congratulations. I'm going to... I bought that Fitbit when you did and I just like don't I mean I like it's like in, I don't know where it is I wore it like twice it's just like I'm just not that person I, don't know. Uh, I unfortunately am it's so fucking dorky looking it's good that I'm never like out of the house or seeing anyone in public because I it's like it's super embarrassing well I wanted it because I, like, I wanted to like track all my shit but it's like I just I think I just thought I wanted to track all my shit really it's like I don't like I'm just more of a I'm more of a loosey-goosey yeah. type of person um okay so oh you know speaking of ergonomic i don't know if this is actually ergonomic you know what john just bought us what a bidet fuck it's definitely not ergonomic but i really really the one okay a bidet is a that is amazing i'm so jealous of that person it's pretty good it's like I love a bidet <laughs> it it really works like it's and you just hook it up to the toilet and I mean, I won't go into details, but like you just sort of figure it out. <laughs> oh yeah, well, I mean, I've certainly used a bidet. Um, I don't think I'd ever had in my entire life. Oh, you'd never used a bidet? Mm -mm. But what about when you went to Paris? I sort of, I would see them and I sort of didn't know what to do or what, yeah. Oh. I, see, no, a bidet is a total game changer. My, my opinion and i'm sorry this is like too disgusting but i think that this is like in true like international fashion like i and like a one world government like i believe that a bidet and toilet paper co combination is the ideal combination of course you can't give up toilet paper because i think some people see it as like an either or and i think it's a both and well, like if, you want if, both if nothing else you need to dry dry it off yeah yes so you need some or you're For just sure. going to get, have a Jerry Nadler situation. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like you can't be there. Like you need, you need both. I think that's an amazing purchase. I think that I will, um, well, I'm not going to buy anything right now because I'm like really, really poor, but um, right One now. Day it was just so. there. What? I don't know how much it costs. Oh, they're not expensive. I mean, I've seen them on Amazon and stuff, which is like, I know it's really evil, but I think they're only like, you can get them for like definitely under 50 bucks. I, I think like they're like, like fancier because ours like um, keeps the seat and like it has a remote control. They're $30. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. Oh, and, and then the Tushy, the Tushy bidet is like the brand that everybody went crazy on. But I don't think you need it. You can get one for 30 bucks. Ours is a Brondell. I don't know how much. A Brondell, yeah. yeah. Okay, I see the Brondell. That's a nice mid-tier. Mid -tier. <laughs> um, the, the thing that I would buy from Goop is uh, some really nice spices because, so I, some people probably know, but I used to work at a spice store and I would get mm -hmm. like nice spices, but then as most things that I come into contact with, it completely blew up and... Um, <laughs> And uh, it doesn't exist. Well, well, the company sort of exists. But anyway, I will not be purchasing spices from them. Goop advertises um, 
a oh a company called burlap and barrel which is like an online spice company and uh they have this this vietnamese cinnamon that they call royal cinnamon but Mm. as someone who used to have vietnamese cinnamon regularly it is so good it's so spicy it's like just so much more flavorful than your regular um, run-of-the-mill cinnamon if you spend 45 dollars, you get free shipping so i might i might do a little online spice run and um upgrade that sounds nice yeah i also got i got this really cool turmeric and black pepper from a company called diaspora which is yeah. uh like a woman poc queer owned spice collective that like buys from some one farmer in india or something and their spices take like a month to get to you but they're really good and it's like humane so i recommend diaspora and burlap and barrel that's amazing brian (laughs) um cool okay so is that everything i think so i think that's everything wow we did it we did shinatova everyone Shana Tova. Uh, Good luck. I I wish you all an easy fast. <laughs> oh yeah, when's uh, Yom, Kipp- Yom Kippur? That's coming up soon. I right? think it's on like it starts on Sunday night and then um, ends on Monday night. Well, good luck, everyone. Thanks. Um, I always fast for it. Uh, I love Yom Kippur. I love fasting on it and like thinking about everything I've done wrong. It's like so feeling to me. God. Aye, aye, aye. Okay. Well, uh, we'll talk to you guys next week. Go to Apple podcasts, um, Spotify. I think we're officially on Amazon podcasts now. Uh, give us a five-star rating or review. Go to our Patreon, patreon.com slash goop yourself, sign up for bonus content and go to Teespring dot com slash goop yourself and buy some t-shirts we love you we'll talk to you next week unless one of us gets a head injury god all right bye bye even when we're on a budget we still deserve nice things quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80 percent less than similar brands They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns. How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volure XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. 
There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you.